0: Hi, thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast, where it is time for us to steal away and be fed by God. Now, if you want to tune in to any of our virtual Bible studies, you can by logging on to StolenLunches.org. But for right now, let's dive in.
1: I'm from I'm from Monroe, North Carolina, but we just built a house like in Pageland, South Carolina. So I'm like right at the line. But yeah, I'm from Monroe, North Carolina. How do you find us? Um, so I had been seeing things like on social media but one of my dear friends from childhood her and her husband got involved in cool couples uh-huh. and so she was like today I, it's going to be v- beneficial and I was like yes I need that Um, especially coming out of the season that we're in we definitely I definitely need that fellowship yeah Awesome. More than thank ever, I, I was like rushing
2: to get, <laughs> I'm going to make it. You made it, you made it. So thank <laughs> you for I, mean, I feel like okay. excited. Well, we're excited that you're here. Uh, anybody else, first time tonight? Me. Brittany. Hi, Brittany, where are you from?
1: Jamaica. Very far from you guys. <laughs> yes, you
2: are.
1: How did you hear about us? <laughs> um... I was just googling women's online study groups. Wow. wow. And and I, I don't know how I found you because even when I tried to start the search, I don't I don't see it. So clearly I was meant to join this group tonight. So
2: wow. Thank you for being here, Brittany. I, I asked this and I love this because we never know. You know, and, I, and these stories are like so touching to me that we're we're doing exactly what this um, Organization set out to do. Jacinda is the founder of Stolen Lunches, and this is exactly what she wanted to happen. So she's waving right there. Um, And to know that you ladies, like, we don't all know one another, we're from different parts of the world but we're right here together. We're going through some of the same things. We're gonna grow together, uh, build this tribe together. So I love to kind of open up and just see where everybody is. If it's your first time, where you're from and how you found out about us because it lets us know what we're doing is working. So um, thank you. Anybody else? I don't wanna miss anybody. If it's your first time, please let me know and we'll come to you. Everybody else? Oh, Brooke, are you raising your hand?
3: Yes, it's my first time too, Um, and I found y'all through my husband, he follows um, Jacinda and Ty, Mm
4: -hmm.
3: and I found it through that, Um, and so then I signed up for the Stolen Lunches, Devotions, and and, um, followed that.
2: Awesome, awesome. Where are you from?
3: Um, Virginia.
2: Virginia, okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome. Anybody else? I'm just smiling so big. So um, I, I'm Daquana Wise. Um, I'm a life coach, motivational speaker, author, and I've been given the opportunity to lead this amazing women's Bible study once a month, um, the first Tuesday of every month. But there are multiple Bible studies that are taking place um, throughout the month. It's not just this one. So if you guys are plugged in, you know, j- jump in and join all the Bible studies. But this is amazing. So ladies, we're gonna get started. So this is a collaborative Bible study. So. Don't feel like I'm gonna be doing all the talking because I am not. I want you guys to be engaged. I want you to, if you feel led to talk, um, you can raise your hand, put it in the chat. If you you wanna just unmute yourself and speak onto something that I'm saying, that's completely fine. I may even ask, pose a question as we go through this and I want to hear your input. I want to hear from you. This is not about me, this is about us. So, The reason that we're talking about jealousy and envy tonight is because I do feel like this series um, is important as women because this is a women's Bible study. It's so important for us to know what really divides us. You know, this is something that we don't talk about but it honestly happens every single day. It's so hard for some reason for women to genuinely and authentically support one another sometimes and not all women. You know, sometimes we get to a level in life where uh, we learn to do better But we would be lying to ourselves if we say that it's certain things that really keeps us divided. And if we don't deal with those things and talk about those things, how can we truly be effective in God's kingdom? How can we truly love properly? How can we truly say that we are God's children when we don't love our brother and our sisters? And so it's gonna, and that's what touched me with this book. I was trying to find a tribe and it was so hard. And even for myself, I had this thing. I said, I just don't do women. Like for me, women was messy. I, you know, but I was around the wrong women, and so as you grow in life and you learn things in life, um, I just kind of begin to. I was asked to speak at this event, and this is how this really came about. And this was my speech, and it turned into an ebook, and it just, you know, it's just been really touching lives, and I'm thankful for it. So the first two layers in the book is jealousy uh, and envy, and so the reason I'm going to do both layers tonight, we're going to talk about both layers tonight is because I think they coincide. I think eventually jealousy turns into envy at some point if you allow yourself to be jealous long enough. Um, so we're gonna jump right into jealousy in that layer. So the, re- the way I wrote this is I gave you a, um, the layer itself, what it was, and I gave it a nickname because I think certain things have nicknames for me. Um, I gave you the true definition of this layer. And then I gave you the coach's take. As being a coach, I kind of gave you my take on it and what I've experienced in my own life. And then i give you a coach's antidote. Like, how can I get over this? But there's also a step in here where you have to do the work on yourself. So I want you to write and ask yourself, is this me? Like, is this really me? Am I am I jealous of someone? If so, why? Who are I? even a situation? Be honest with yourself. Write it down because the enemy will have you feeling as if it's Um, the person's fault that you're feeling this way. If you ever said like a blanket statement, like she thinks she's this, or why does she X, Y, Z? You're now trying to validate you've been jealous of someone, so you wanna be honest with yourself as to what you're thinking, what you're feeling, being honest with those feelings. And then I'm gonna also give you guys some tips um, at the end on things that you can do and what God says we should be doing um, to get through some of this and just really being honest about what we really feel. So number one, again, is jealousy. How many of us, and let's just be honest, have been jealous? Just let me see some hands. Yes, 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 I love it. Uh, And it doesn't have to be a specific person. It could be a situation. You could look at someone's life and go, how'd they get that? How'd they get all of that? Like, I want that. Um, Or it could be an individual's personality or the way someone looks. way somebody's hair is like it could be number a number of things that we struggle with that makes us jealous my i'm gonna be honest one of my things was um early in life was colorism because growing up i don't know if if any dark-skinned girls here can relate and i'll get to our lighter-skinned women i always was said you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl that bothered me any anybody can relate to that and you can unmute your mics and talk guys um That used to bother me. So guess what? It automatically made me feel some way about lighter skinned women. Like I thought they were better than me. I thought they were prettier than me. Um, That was just my reality because everybody, I would always hear that. Oh, she's cute for a dark skinned girl. I'm like, what does that mean? But I guess lighter is better. And as I got older, I realized that it was making me like pull away from women that I should have been really growing and, and being a part of these tribes with that I felt like I wasn't enough And that's a hard place to be in. So I became jealous. I wanted to be lighter. Like I actually Google like lighting my skin before. Like how can I be lighter? So that was something I had to really deal with. Um, Anybody want to share anything they had to deal with? Like feel like any type of jealousy that they had to overcome? You can share
3: it now. Go ahead. Um, mine was I didn't grow up with my mother, so I was jealous of people that grew up and had a strong relationship with their mother they went to prom ring dance you know their mom taught them how to be a woman
4: yeah you know
3: yeah and so I was always jealous of people with relationships with their mothers
2: is that still an issue for you today
3: um probably (laughs) probably a little bit you know I think I've grown a whole lot but um i can still see where i might like be a little bit resentful mm-hmm. of like dang why didn't why didn't my mom just show me how you know i'm over here having to you know raise kids and you know she didn't you know i don't know how to raise them and you know that type of thing well,
2: okay so, okay so are you writing that down
3: i'm gonna write that down yes ma'am <laughs> all
2: right anybody <laughs> else want to like two more people share if they would and we're gonna keep keep it going anybody else want to share something they struggle with I want to be
0: honest and share? I can share something, Daquana. Okay. Mine is um, more on the business sector. Like mine is I'll see someone, a mover, a shaker, uh-huh. you know, and be like, dang, how is she doing that? You know what I mean? How is she moving like that? Why can't I move like mm-hmm. that? And mm-hmm. I see... I definitely see it and I mean it's a constant thing. I'm constantly praying that thing off of me because I'm I so believe in collaboration over competition all the time and I believe that there's so much power when us women come together, but I definitely feel it get on me sometimes when uh-huh. I, when I start to see the separation and I'm like, "But well, why is she? But how come she?" Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why not me? Yes, yeah. you know.
2: Yes. yes, yes, yes. That's good. That that happens to me too. We're gonna, and I have something for that. I have something for all of this, but that's a really good one because that does happen
1: a lot. I like to say something. Okay, go ahead. Okay, mine is dealing with um for a long time, weight. I'm trying to find but, talking. I'm sorry. This is Miriam. Miriam okay. Wilford.
2: Okay, thank
1: you, Miriam. And mine is dealing with weight because I've always been. Just like you say yours because your skin complexion. My it was always just the forefront of you. Mm-hmm. Mine was the, my weight, was always the forefront of me.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: it got to the place where you get, like you said, you're jealous of the skinny girls, and they always like and you always find yourself critical. Yes, because because uh, your weight, always been my weight became your forefront of me for so long. And people, you know, these like you started looking like, oh my, you know, she's skinny, this and that. Mm-hmm. But then I said, as you mature and as I get older, guess what? You like it or they not. Yes, you
0: know,
1: and, and then yeah. it, did, it did become a, I'm gonna say affected my personality to the point that I really didn't, wasn't happy with myself for the longest time until one time I went to a particular a counselor and he said, you're not happy with yourself and that's, and that's kind of slapping God in the face. Mm-hmm. And I got convicted from that
4: mm-hmm. because regardless mm-hmm.
1: of what I am, I'm no drunk regardless of what. So I had to learn that. Right,
2: right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, Miriam. Is mm-hmm. that still, and are you guys writing these down? I want you to write down these issues Um, because I'm going to talk about ways that we can overcome because it's a daily thing it doesn't just go away and if you think Mm -hmm. for a second that jealousy oh it's just over tomorrow no it can creep in and like Jacinda was saying a few minutes ago the thoughts will creep in you have to and this is something that you have to do this is something to help with those thoughts so when those thoughts creep in you have to deal with those thoughts right away so instead of trying to give it a blanket statement and validate your jealousy um, and you're projecting it onto the person that you feel jealous of. Um, like I said, that blank, blanket statement could be anything as such as, oh, she thinks she's all of that or she probably was given everything or she... Now you're trying to validate these ugly feelings that you're having about this person that you don't even know and you have no idea what their struggle was. So immediately call it out. That's the best thing you can ever do. Call it out, it's no shame in that. Check yourself. Number one, be, being able to check you. It's so Mm -hmm. important in life, especially when you're trying to grow and elevate. So if you're in a place where you can write it down, like maybe step away and just go get yourself together or like deal with that thought, and then you want to change the way you're thinking about it. So instead of saying, um, oh, she's lighter, so she's considered prettier, you go, wait, she's gorgeous and so am I. Like Mm -hmm. I don't have to, why am I sticking to just making it about this person? Or she has a bad, like her business is, is doing amazing things, but wait, look what all the things that I've accomplished. I have an amazing business too. We're in different lanes. I may not know how she did what she did, but you begin to belittle what you have or who you are
3: mm-hmm. when you
2: find yourself so indulged in what somebody else has or what they look like. We just don't know their story. So within um, this layer of jealousy, and this is what I like to call jealousy. I call jealousy the silent divider with women. And the reason I call it the silent divider, guess what? We will never tell another woman that we're jealous of her. We just will not. We're not going to do it. It's just not common to do it, right? So jealousy can walk hand in hand with you and call you friend.
5: Because mm. you
2: can have friends that are jealous of you. And so and we may not, you may not even be the person that's jealous right now. It could be that you're experiencing someone that you know is jealous of you. Someone that you know feels some kind of way about you, but you guys may be friends, you may be business partners, you may be colleagues, um, and you know that they are deep down jealous, from you are based on actions or how they carry themselves or how they act. So you want to ask yourself, what can I do to make sure my friend doesn't feel this way? Now, if it's a really toxic situation, then you may have to just remove yourself but you wanna make sure that you're not boasting so much on your life all the time that your friend feel less than. So you wanna you know, ask them their dreams, their aspirations. How can you assist them? How can I help you? Like, what are you trying to do? Involve them in what you have going on, but by using their gifts and talents and not necessarily what you project them to do. So if you have people around you that you feel are jealous, it's things that you can do to help them uh, when you see when you see that. But if you're the person that's jealous, Number one, calling yourself out, being honest about it. Um, Then dealing with that feeling, don't ignore it. Deal with that feeling. Go, yep, I am jealous. And this is why, write it down, journal. This is why, and then what can I do to stop it? What am I not doing? Because jealousy is a lack of trust for self, pretty much. It's like, you're not trusting yourself to do exactly what you've been called to do because God has given all of us a gift. A purpose to serve and if I'm focused on Miriam if I'm focused on Safwa if I'm focused on Steph then I am not mm-hmm. focusing on what God has given me right right so sometimes we're jealous of things and God has given us this amazing power that we're neglecting because we're we're so caught up in somebody else's yes. life so you want to ask yourself what, what am I dealing with within myself that I don't trust myself enough To focus on me and what god has given me because we all have a gift to use then you want to dispel the lies that you tell yourself you have to call those lies out you have to just be you know i i'm not that i am enough i know i've been called and dispel what success and joy looks like it's not about how much money you have it's not about any of that where you live what you drive um it's about what god has called you to do and are you fully operating in your purpose because if you are then by obedience, God can now bless you. Now you can have some of the things that you see other people with. And sometimes we're just blinded by it because we just constantly want to be in someone else's life versus our own. I'm going to read some things out of the chat because I don't want to miss anybody. Um, Are you pretty? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, are you pretty for a big girl? So yes. So thank you Decor, for putting that. Um, So we have to make sure we're not allowing other people to make us hate one another as well. Because people will do that. They will get in, they'll still kill and destroy. And then one of the scriptures tonight that I want to talk about was Job 5 and 2. He says, surely resentment destroys the fool and jealousy kills the simple. Jealousy is truly a silent divider and it's a silent killer. So God talks about that. And God is like, jealousy is a sin. God is not, mm-hmm. he does not want that. And he also speaks about him being a jealous God. So for me, um, and I want you guys to chime in, When I read the scripture about God being a jealous God in Exodus, I was kind of hung up on that. Anybody else? Because we're not supposed to be jealous, but God himself is a jealous God. Does that hang anybody up? And I'm gonna tell you what I came to. Yeah. What is your thought on that Steph? What do you think God is meaning by when he says I'm a jealous God?
5: Oh, what comes to my mind is like, like me as a person, like my human flesh is to be jealous of something that either A, I'm not there yet, Mm -hmm. or B, it's something that I have seen in someone else that I want. And when we flip the script and we think about it in terms of like looking at it from the angle of Christ, it's like God is jealous for all of me and he wants me just as I am without Mm -hmm. the other things from my flesh that i'm wanting to add to myself mm-hmm. um, so that's whenever i hear the term like god is a jealous god it's like he just wants all of me and all of my attention on him versus my attention going to different places to try to better myself
2: good 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 that's a good revelation anybody else want to share their revelation I'm going to share mine and I will continue to share. So I kind of set with that today. I was like, God, you're a jealous God, but we're not supposed to be jealous. And it just kind of hit me. Everything that we have comes from God. So God doesn't need anything from us whatsoever. He's not jealous of what we drive. He's not jealous of what we live. He's not jealous of, um, he created me. So someone else's skin tone or someone's business flourishing and how they're doing it. God is not just anything because he gives all those things to us. But what he's saying is when you begin to get, become so jealous of other people, you're now praising them. So God doesn't want us to praise and worship any other idol. Any He's the only God that we should be praising and worshiping. So if I'm so engulfed and say cat's life, I'm not seeking my own. I'm not fulfilling my own purpose. And so I'm trying to be great by greed. I'm trying to be great by seeing what someone else's look, life looks like, and I want a piece of it, but I'm not being great in uplifting God's kingdom. I'm not being great in uplifting him. And he says, I should be up. I should be exalted. I shouldn't be exalting Jacinda or software. I should be exalting him. And so if I'm so busy being jealous, then I'm not doing that. So God doesn't want us to chase greatness for ourselves. He wants us to chase it so we can exalt him, so we can tell other people how great He is, so therefore we lead other people to Christ. So that's why God is a jealous God, because if we're not chasing him, if we're not seeking him, how are we leading others to him to say how amazing he is, how he shows up in our lives day in and day out, how he made a way for us when we didn't think it would be a way. We can't do that if we don't trust God with everything. So back to Steph's point, he wants us just to give us back to him what he's already given to us. Everything we have comes from him. And so we can't get so caught up in where we're just really chasing other people's lives and successes where we leave God out and he is the author of all of that. He's gonna give us everything that we need and desire if we obey and your blessings are in your obedience. So anybody else wanna share their take on that before I move over to how jealousy can turn into envy. And that's the real messy place.
5: Can I add something to the analogy that you were just talking about? Yes. I was reading in this book and it the way that it kind of broke it down was like uh, humans are the only, like we are the only species, that only thing that would look at something else and want to be like it. Yes. So mm. like a dog is trying to be a dog. Well, I mean, some of them trying to be cats, but um, <laughs> most like dogs are dogs and they try to be dogs. They don't try to be cats, but humans are They try to be everything else, but that's not what God wants. Mm -hmm. And so when we, I have to catch myself. I'm like, okay, Steph, you are not, God didn't make you to be this person. He made you to be Steph and that's who he wants. He wants Steph because he's a jealous God after Steph, Mm -hmm. not a jealous God after the Steph that is trying to be like Mm -hmm. so-and-so. And
2: it's important to learn what the Bible says about jealousy. So there's so many scriptures in the Bible that talks about jealousy. I'm gonna read some more comments. Melody said, trying to be uh, great and greed, that's so good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is good. Um, she was just commenting to something that I said. Sorry, guys, I'm trying to keep up with the chat just in case I missed somebody saying something. Cat says, also, I feel he's jealous because as a form of protection, he knows what will happen when we chase everything our way instead of him. Like you stated, he is in all of us. Yes, he is. So jealousy can turn into envy. So this one is big for me because Thank God I, after I check myself, I don't think I've been envious, but jealous. That's a daily thing that I'm trying to uh, work on and make sure it doesn't creep in. But when it does creep in, I think we all are guilty to scrolling on social media. So back to what Jacinda was saying earlier. It's so easy to be like, oh my God, like it's so easy to do that. Now, it's okay to be inspired by somebody. It's okay to look up to someone. It's okay to... You're like, you know what? I aspire to do that. I love how she carries herself. That's why I say it's a mental thing. Like shift how you're looking at it. So if she's like a powerhouse, if she's amazing versus getting caught up in that thought and letting that thought win, you go like, wow, like how is she doing that? And if it's inspiring you in some way, reach out to that woman. Reach out to her. Like I reached out to Jacinda Jacobs. I reached out to the Solo Lunches group of women because I wanted to be a part of something And had I stood back, Jacinda is lighter than me. So if I still was dealing with that whole colorism thing, I wouldn't have reached out to Jacinda. You know, so thank God that 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 has been removed. But that was early on in my life. But I wouldn't have reached out to her um, just because that stigma. Someone had done that trauma to me to make me think that I wasn't good enough if I was dark skinned. So we have to make sure that we do. That's why I say deal with it right away. Um, And then write down things that we know that we battle with. And then what do I wish to see different here? How can I change this? How? And when you write it out, now you do the work. You can't just write it out and say, okay, I can do better by shifting what I say to that. I can do better by now owning it. Yes, I do feel some kind of way when I see a skinny girl and she thinks she's cute. And, you know, own that feeling. It's okay. It's so okay. But then you have to ask yourself, I don't know what that girl has gone through. Maybe she wants to gain weight and she can't. Like you just don't know somebody's story. And why am I still feeling this way? What, what can I do about me? If I wish to lose weight, then what can I do? What steps can I take to do that versus making what, how I feel about me an issue, her issue? Were you about to say something, Maisha? Um,
4: yeah, actually I was. Um, giving an example of what you just said. I had first moved out here to Pittsburgh. So probably like three, four years deep. You know, I left, you know, Vegas, my friend, you know, just kind of know what I know. Mm-hmm. So I come out here summertime, like you said, about Facebook. And so when it first came out, I'm scrolling and there's this lady, she got all these vacation pictures. She's this a snack. And I started getting jealous. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Then I'm like dissecting it. Then instantly I'm like, girl, it ain't nobody's fault that you are in these four walls, not taking the necessary steps to start planning. Ask her where she go. Cause I didn't really know how to move. Where do they go for vacation out here? You know? So I'm like, it's nobody's fault. You start worrying about yourself, start planning and start going somewhere every summer instead yeah. of looking on Facebook and hating. Yeah. So that's how I had to, <laughs> I had to start turning it around on myself, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and decide to be better. But like you said, reach out to her say, hey, where do you guys go out here? Just little small, cheap family vacations. So you have to turn it around and it's because you got to look in here.
2: Yes. First. It all starts within.
5: hmm
2: so how it can change over to envy, ladies. And my, my coach's take on this is, um, first, before I move to je- the antidote is, I want to encourage self-confidence com- for jealousy. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to encourage in this layer. If you struggle with jealousy, if you've written some things down that you know you struggle with, Um, And you didn't speak about it out loud, but you've written it down and you've written down how you can change that. Mind you, I just told you guys the thought, deal with it right head on. Go ahead and call yourself out. Don't be afraid to do that. But then how can I change this? How can I turn this around without feeling that way? Um, But my antidote for that is self-confidence. I I so Mm -hmm. encourage this, like understand that what you desire to have and what is meant for you, what God has for you can be two different things. So you could want something in life so bad, but that may not have anything to do with what God wants for you. And his plan is always going to be better. So when you're chasing somebody else's life and not chasing your life, it's not going to add up anyways. I don't care how much you try to make it fit and force it. If it's not what God has for you, you cannot sustain it. So that's why you have to be sure that you understand that it may not. Like it was a lot of things in life that I wanted to do and I did them, but it didn't work out for me. And now that I'm doing what God has called me to do, everything is aligning. So you have to just be okay with knowing what I desire and what God wants for me, maybe two different things until you get on one accord with him. Um, You must seek internally first to find your interest in life. So important, seek self, find out what am I good at? What can I do? And you can achieve the same things, but you may be doing something completely different to achieve those. Um, And instead of being dealt to someone's accomplishments or material gain, Trust that your purpose and your work ethic will lead you to yours. That's my antidote. Just trust in what you can do and what you've been, been put here to offer to this world and it's going to lead you. And I have a quote also that I love, I love doing quotes and the quote for this is, you must accept your life to be complete in life. Mm. You must accept your life to be complete in life. Until you accept who and what God has called you to be, you will never feel fulfilled. You're going to always feel this emptiness, this void there that you're always chasing something and you don't have to chase what's within, you just need to fulfill what's within. So your moment of truth is writing these things out. Like I said, who am I jealous of and why? This is your moment of truth. Who am I jealous of and why? Are situations that bother me and why? And then how long maybe have you felt this way? How long have this been interrupting your life and stopping you for living? Sometimes you'll realize, oh my God, I've been doing this for 20 years. And when you just look at how long you've been doing it, that alone will make you want to be like, wait, I got to stop this. Something mm-hmm. has to shift um, and just be real honest with yourself. And then how has it affected your life? How has that really held you back? And lastly, how will I move forward? How will I move forward? And so moving into layer two, like I said, I'm going to talk about both of these at the same time because they work hand in hand. Because if you allow jealousy to stay and not deal with it, it creeps over to envy. And envy is, to me, evil, envy is an evil spirit. That's a lot deeper to me because for me, envy is that, it's the, it's the layer that sometimes defines the same as jealousy, but, and it can be very similar, but there's a difference. Envy is deeper, it's a deep, deeper disconnect from your soul. That's And that's a scary place to be. And so the the definition is the desire to have a quality or possession of another desirable attribute belonging to someone else. Keyword is attribute here. That means I want to be this person. I'm not just jealous of what they have. I now don't even want to live in my body and what God has called me to do. I want to be her. I want to be Melody. I want to be her. And so what happens with envy is I can't walk hand in hand with you. I look at you from afar and I judge and I may um, actually try to be exactly like you and be you and think I'm going to be better at being you than you, but I can't call you friend. So if you ever have people in your life that you see maybe just drop off or you don't understand what happened or just, just crazy situations that certain things like that may happen, it could be that envy is creeping in and they just can't be around you anymore. You may lose friends. You don't understand why did this person leave, like what happened? They just can't take it. And so when you allow yourself not to deal with these jealous, the jealous thoughts, they can get deeper and deeper and turn into envy. And envy is, like I said, is to me, it's a very scary place to be because this trait consumes the mind and women find themselves in an obsession state of mind. You're now obsessed with someone else and you're no longer in your body. You're no longer trying to live your life um, and wanting to be someone else completely. These are the women you find trying to look identical are at just like someone else. And they're not only jealous of what you have, but they're also envious of who they're not. Who they're not. And so that's when it, you really want to get to a place where you a soft to say, well, I have a friend that just dropped out of my life. Couldn't understand why. Sometimes that happens. And they don't even understand it. It's just they don't deal with the jealousy. They not You're not being honest about the jealousy piece. And my thought process with jealousy is, it's okay like it's okay you just need to call it out and you need to do something about it because if you don't you you will find yourself in this state um envy cannot openly support you so if you find people that want share your stuff like your stuff but you you're like i thought we were cool they can't openly support you they want to they just can't they're that obsessed um they're 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 just it's just a really uh it's a mind it's a mindset um, they can't be around you because they want to be you so unlike um, jealousy envy watches from afar like i said and most commonly on social media you will find people watching you on social media they don't like you you don't they don't even know why they don't like you they just don't like you. they're getting caught up in scrolling looking at your life wanting the jealousy they didn't deal with the jealousy that they saw like we, like jacinda was talking about when you don't deal with it when you don't go like wait a minute wait a minute let me check myself then you'll find yourself being envious. And when you get to the envious mindset, you just don't like people and you don't even know why, but then you don't like yourself. You don't like yourself. Cause you're not even, you don't even know who you are. So my antidote for envy is um, self searching is encouraged. It's vital in life to tap into who you are and avoiding this is tragic. Once you understand who you are, you will want nothing more than to fall in love with yourself So you can receive what you deserve and what God has for you and chasing someone else's life makes it it impossible to live yours. And like I said before, even if whatever you go through, sometimes people attain certain things in life, however they get it, they may get the fame, the fortune, the money, the cars, the man, the big houses, the jewelry, all of that stuff. However they get it, if they're not getting it in the way that God has called them to do it, they cannot sustain it it will not last they will not feel fulfilled if you're not walking in your purpose and your calling in life you you won't feel fulfilled so this is when you see people go into deep depression and anxiety um killing them killing them you know how have y'all ever seen someone kill? like you hear a story of a celebrity that you looked up to and thought was amazing and they killed themselves and you go like oh my gosh she had the perfect life that's why that's why because it becomes so hard we don't understand what they're going through. Depression, anxiety, all those things kick in and the, what they were chasing and all the fame they were chasing, it may not even have been what God had wanted them to do. So they don't feel fulfilled. Even though to us, they like look amazing, inside they feel empty. So it's so imperative to truly tap into what God has for you, who God has called you to be. Um, be honest about what you feel. And I, if I can't stress anything else tonight, is to be honest about what you feel. And deal with it. So I'm going to open the floor up and the same thing with envy. the same process. Are you envious of someone, you know, um, write it out. I'm not, I'm not going to make any, I'm not going to call anybody on the spot, but if you want to share uh, Definitely share because this is what this, this platform is for being honest and just like helping other people cross And how you dealt with something that someone else may be going through, but envy cannot fulfill a purpose. So if you're in an envious state you can't fulfill your purpose in life because guess what? Envy is being someone else. You're not even being yourself. So if you feel like this is a state that you're in, this is where you need to really pray and ask God to um, help you with self-searching and figuring out what it is you've been called here and put here to do and fulfill that void. And so I want you guys to write this down as well, your moment of truth for envy. you know. And if you feel like someone may be envious of you, write it out, write it out. And how do you wanna have a conversation with this person? Is this person in your life are they around and you know this. It's so important that you can't allow that to just be. You have to deal with it head on. you do. Um, And have conversations and be honest about what you're noticing with friendships and relationships um, because your peace of mind it's you being honest with yourself about who you have in your circle and around
5: you.
0: Mm, That is so good. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches podcast today. If you wanna be part of our virtual Bible studies live and in person, you can tune in from anywhere every Tuesday and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have Bible study. Real people, real conversation, real struggles and real testimonies of how great our God is. Just log on to StolenLunches.org.